You're listening to Simple Ritz Radio, episode number 102. And today, we're talking about the three reasons it's taking so long to reach your goal, plus five ways to make a change today. Welcome to Simple Roots Radio with Alexa Schoen. Alexa believes that simplicity in life is the key to achieving true and lasting health. And now your host, Alexa Schoen. Welcome back to Simple Roots Radio. My name's Alexa, and I'm so glad you're here. This is the place to get healthy, live happy, and find more joy. Today, we're talking about the three reasons it's taking so long to reach your health goals and five ways to make a change today. Yes, we're getting right into it because I think there are so many questions regarding change and we've been accustomed to the quick fix, but unfortunately life just never works that way, right? Like it's all about the process and the journey and stepping into that. But I do think that there are some practical everyday things that we can do to start seeing changes today. And that's what we're gonna talk about. But before we get there, I just wanna remind you to head on over to simperitswellness.com backslash 102 to get all the notes on today's show, as well as some additional resources that I think are gonna be really helpful. Not to mention, I have that free giveaway for my 100th podcast episode. Yes, we're in the triple digits, and I'm so glad that you're still here and that you're supporting this podcast. So thank you so much. And in honor of you and supporting this and being here on this journey with me, I wanted to do a giveaway of my favorite things. So there's all sorts of things I'm giving away, like cutting boards and kitchen utensils and bathroom products, like that I'm loving, and I think you're gonna love them too. So make sure you head on over there and sign up for the giveaway. And one last thing before I get started, last week I talked about the Simple Cleanse starting, and that it is the week after Labor Day, which I believe is the week of September 9th, we're gonna be starting the Simple Cleanse together. Yes, I'm inviting you to join me in doing a full body cleanse, including an emotional cleanse, a mindset cleanse, a body cleanse, and this isn't just your average detox, right, where you're working with all kinds of tinctures and supplements, but this is really a cleanse that helps to provide the right environment for your body to do the job that it was designed. It's a 28-day program, and I can assure you there's so many changes. I just got an email from someone who has done it this summer, and they emailed to write me that they had lost 12 pounds, they were less bloated, they no longer suffered the joint pain that they used to have, and they're just feeling better than ever. That They're really going to take the principles that they learned in the program and apply them throughout the rest of their life. And that's the goal of this, is that it's not just a quick fix or kind of a once and done kind of thing, but that this program not only cleanses your body for the time that you're doing the cleanse, but also months and months to come. It's a perfect thing heading into fall as you're reworking your schedule, getting back on track and really create those change, not to mention, Metabolically speaking, this is one of the best times to actually cleanse your body and what we call transitional seasons, the spring and the fall, tend to be the best times to undergo something like this. So it's a really great time. If you wanna join me, head on over to simplerootswellness.com and check out the Simple Cleanse to sign up and get more details. I'm gonna be offering some free classes along the way and additional resources as I work through this with you. If you already have purchased the Simple Cleanse, you have it for life. It's a one-time purchase. 100% money back guarantee. So if you already have it, I would love for you to join me too. Just dig the information back out, check it out again, and we will get started on September 9th. But there's more things to come, a few classes that I'm gonna be teaching online beforehand so you can join in those too. Anyways, those are my quick announcements. I hope you head over to simperitswellness.com to find out all the information about that. In the meantime, we're gonna get right to the podcast because today is kind of fun. I mean, 
fun and the fact that I'm going to help you overcome the hurdles that might be holding you back and open your eyes to some daily things that you could be doing to actually see change today. So three reasons why it's taking so long to reach your goals plus five realistic changes to make today. It all starts with a journey. And I know that's a word that not everyone likes to hear because we do like the quick fix. I like the quick fix. I wish it would happen in a really quick way. But here's the thing. The more we look at it as a quick fix and obsess about it and obsess about our health or a number or a goal or a diet or whatever that is, the longer this generally takes. The more we kind of step back and look at the whole picture and just enter into a lifestyle change, usually the easier and more efficiently this is going to happen to your body. Because at the end of the day, we can't fight our body. We can't expect or have plans in our mind to do something right? Whether it's health changes or diet changes or exercise changes, all the while your body is telling you to do something totally different. Ultimately, your body is always going to win and there really is no fighting against it. And the more we get into this fight, the more resistance we get from our body and the lack of change we actually do see. So fighting your body and constantly being in that kind of state of just this back and forth and feeling like your body isn't working with you, that generally means is that it's not it's not not working with you, you're not working with it. And ultimately, your body knows the best way to heal and to restore and to rejuvenate. And at the end of the day, it really does want to be healthy. So we have to start working with our body. And that's kind of where these goals are going. And that's where we're going today to help you overcome this level of perfection, this all or none mindset, and just really step into a lifestyle. Because the all or none does nothing but create self-sabotage. I mean, no one is perfect. No diet is perfect. No lifestyle is perfect. No amount of work is ever going to help you to achieve the perfect stage of life. Like perfection just doesn't happen in this life. So we kind of have to let go of that and just expect that good is better than great when good gets done. And just being consistent and aware and trying can really make all the difference. So here's the three reasons why your goals aren't happening as quickly as you expect. And then at the end, we'll talk about five ways to get started seeing changes today. The first one is you're telling yourself the wrong story. Now, all summer long, we've been talking about the mindset series, which by the way, there's only a few podcasts left in this series. So I hope you've really enjoyed this. But something that you probably have learned is that what we tell ourselves, the emotion driving us is creating the action and the performance. And that performance is creating the appearance of our body. So it's just this inward to outward change. We can't change from the outside in like so many of us try. So what does that mean? Like essentially what you speak to yourself, the things that you say inside your head when no one's listening, um, the things that you say back to someone when they give you a compliment, all of those are aligning to what you really believe about yourself. So what you speak about yourself and even others is generally what you're feeling. So if you maybe are gossiping or feeling um, like you need to talk bad about someone else, maybe you're really insecure about who you are. Like we often see those correlations in that. And the same thing goes with is you can pretend to be excited and happy and on fire to do a diet. But at the end of the day, if you don't really believe you can ever do that or you don't believe a diet will ever work for you or you don't believe you'll ever really get healthy, you won't because your story is going to define what action you take. You can't work the opposite way. So in in the case of this, in the case of your story, sometimes we're limited by our fears, right? Like we want to believe that we can, but ultimately our fears are holding us back. We don't think it can happen. 
never, nothing ever good has happened to me before. Like we state all these things inside our head and it really drives our body to not believe in that. Remember, our body works 80% of the time in unconscious mode. And that means generally those thoughts that are happening in our mind are also happening in our unconscious. So we need to start changing our conscious thoughts, what we really believe about ourselves, the story that we're telling ourselves. And in that, we'll see more positive emotions and a greater intention and drive to actually make the change. So step number one is I want you to stop and I want you to think, what story are you telling yourself? Like, what do you believe about yourself? And how has that played out in your life? Even if you don't think you're telling yourself a story, we all have a story that we believe about ourselves, whether good or bad or indifferent, and we really have to redefine that story. And that comes from what we talked about last week and really having that identity and that core of knowing who you are. And I've expressed that so many times over the course of this, but really that's the heart of the issue is your heart, right? It's it's not how your body is functioning, but your body functions based off what you believe about yourself and those beliefs coming in about the world. And that's how your body perceives health and re- reacts and responds accordingly in response to quote unquote survival. So Think about your story. What is it that you're telling yourself? And can you rewrite that story to really believe in positive things? For me, this took writing it out. Like I couldn't just think about it because it's easy to let those emotions brush up, but I couldn't really trust what I was thinking because my thoughts were all over the place and I didn't know what to believe about my story and what not to. And so I just really wrote it all out and I had someone else read it for that accountability piece to really say like, yeah, that's you. Like that is you being real to yourself. And I think that's where you need to go. So one is know the story that you're telling yourself because that story is defining your performance. Number two is you're forgetting about your weakest link. Now I know all the rage right now is to say you're to forget your weakest link, to just, you know, do your strengths and forget your weaknesses. I even had a personality podcast about this. This is something a little bit different. It's it's saying that, yes, do what you do and do it well and let other people delegate those weaknesses. But in the case of your health, sometimes you have to be aware of those weaknesses and actually utilize this. So just to give you an example, right, there's in, in the plant world, maybe this is a really bad analogy, but in the plant world, there's poisonous plants. But what we know about these really dangerous and poisonous plants considered some of the weakest links on earth, if we look at the poison spectrum, is that in some cases, the most poisonous plants can actually be the most beneficial in really small doses. So for instance, there's a plant, it's really rare, but when used this herbal tincture, it can cure epilepsy. Like we have these things, these herbs, these tinctures, these medications that we know in high amounts are really toxic, but in the right amount, it's life-saving. And so I think we have to look at our weakest link as not necessarily a weak thing that we should just avoid and eliminate from our life, but how can we put a little bit more energy and a little bit more effort into that and really make our our chain strong? Because like the saying goes, you're only as strong as your weakest link. And so not forgetting about your weakest link, but really investing some time into that. So take for instance, you know, health, right? Most of us invest the majority of our time and energy into strengthening the parts of our chain that are already strong, right? Like if we think we aren't getting results then and we've changed our diet and we've seen great change come from that, but we're just 
on a plateau, well, oftentimes we'll go back to tinkering with our diet, right? Like you'll you'll make substitutions, you'll take things out, you'll just keep playing with your diet and you'll forget that there's a whole slew of other components to health like relationships and your mindset and your spirituality that you easily overlook. And, and this is easy, right? Because oftentimes our initial changes are what we're good at. So whether it's movement or whether it's relationships or, or your environment, like we change what we're good at and we often forget about what we're not just expecting that the rest will pick up the pieces. In some cases that can be true, but oftentimes we have to focus on what is our weakest link because sometimes that weakest link can be holding us back. So we have to be aware of what your weak links are and start to work with them. Of course, this is difficult because it's fighting against a lifetime of conditioned beliefs about who you are and what you're supposed to be doing. But really, it boils down to a heart issue. So when you start working with these weak links, you'll often find that you're the healthiest. So for instance, right? So I would say one of my weakest links is the mindset component. Like I battle anxiety and I battle telling myself a bad story about who I am. Like all these things are my weakest links, but I'm really good at diet and I'm really good at exercise. Like I'm very disciplined in those areas. And so I'll tinker with them, right? I'll play with them and I'll play with them and I'll play with them. But I forget that my weakest link is still that story I'm telling myself. Like I can eat all, you know, I can't eat this because it'll do X, Y, and Z to my body. And and being almost obsessive about tinkering with that rather than just working and dealing with the story that I'm telling myself and having the ability to take a few steps back and rewrite that story. Same thing goes for other people, right? Like maybe you tinker all day long with your diet and your exercise and you're a really hard worker, but you don't really have any play or relaxation in your life. Like you just, that is your weakest link. Your weakest link is slowing down enough to really enjoy the life that you are living. So rather than focusing so much on what you're good at, what I'm saying is spend a little bit more time focusing on that weakest link. Like make it a priority because more often than not, your weakest link is not something that you're going to think about on a daily basis and it's gonna take reminding. So rather than, again, focusing so much, like if you're really good at diet or exercise, of course that's important. Of course you'll always do it. In most cases, these are probably habitual anyways at this point and working from your unconscious mind. So my thought is, why are we investing so much time into things that are already happening in our unconscious mind, which accounts for 80% of our day, and letting that run our conscious state as well, rather than investing in our conscious state, what what we really need to work on, and that is whatever it is your weakest link. So for me, rather than focusing so much of my energy on thinking about my next workout and what I'm gonna eat, just know that I do that well anyways. Those are not things I have to think about. Like those are more habitual and routines in my life. Instead, I need to think about, okay, what is my mind telling myself? What it, What is my mind telling me about myself? Like what story am I saying? And really be proactive in understanding my weakest link and being aware of it, especially when I'm more vulnerable to that. So that's what I'm saying is to stop focusing so much on what you already do well and trying to nitpick that and start focusing on what you don't do well and know that even in small changes can make huge, huge results. Just like quote unquote poisonous herbs or medications, right? And small doses, they can be the best, most life-changing things that we put in our body. And that's what we need to think about our weakest link is that they don't need all the energy in the world. They just need some investment because in that investment can make up or account to 80% of your life or change. 
So just change the amount of energy you focus into things that are already habitual and already you're already doing well with and that already work and start focusing on the things that you haven't invested any time in. So how do you do this? Like, how do you know what your weakest link is? Take some time to think about what it is that you wanna change and why do you believe you aren't getting there? Also, into that picture, you have to understand what do you do well? Like, what accounts for the majority of your focus when it comes to your goals? Like, if you wanna get healthy, what accounts for that? For me, 95, 99% of the changes I've made in my life are all based on nutrition, diet, and exercise. So rather than investing so much of my time in that, like I'm always going to invest it. That's part of my unconscious. They're habitual already. Why not invest my energy into working on my mind, bettering my mind, making it more healthy, making my belief systems better, making my relationships stronger and deeper, working on all of that stuff that seems to be a lot more difficult and trying to me um, and do more of that and knowing that in time that will correlate over to other things. I... I've seen this done with a few people. And one of the things that stood out to me the most was a man and he was a workaholic. He had the best diet and the best exercise program. And he was super obsessed with his blood work and which is fine. That's totally fine. But he still wasn't seeing like the change, like the final hurdle to that. Like he wasn't kind of overcoming that. Um, And And one thing that we worked with was, you know, maybe you should rest more. Like maybe you should enjoy your life more. You're working yourself to death. And at the end of the day, you're waiting for retirement, but we're not guaranteed that that time will be here, right? Like life is short. Life is precious. Enjoy it while you have it. And so he started incorporating 10 minutes a day of just time for himself. And he started planning more trips for his family and just, you know, setting boundaries on work. And and that change alone, without changing anything else, he said, I've never felt more healthy than I ever have before. Is it work? Absolutely. It was so hard for him to take a break from work, to set those boundaries, to say no, and to start doing things for himself. Like he always thought he had to wait to get X, Y, and Z to be able to do those things rather than just doing them now and allowing everything else to work out in abundance for him. So all that to say is you have to know what you want to change and what's holding you back and incorporate or write out one task daily on your weakest link and put it into practice. So you have to know your strengths and your weaknesses and really define what is my weakest link and then start adding that into your daily life. Because without the consistency and the repetition of it, we'll always forget about it. It's not something that we think about. It's not something generally we want to work on. It's it's one of the harder things that you'll probably do, but it can also be one of the most impactful. So that's it. Number one, again, was rewriting your story. Number two was being aware of your weakest link. And number three is change your environment. Do something different. So think, if you gave yourself the right environment for even your worst weaknesses to thrive, imagine how much different your life would look. Imagine how easy life could be if all you had to be was yourself. That's what I want you to think, is that we have to start changing our life. We have to start planning and being proactive for these things. It shouldn't be work. It shouldn't be a chore. Of course, it's going to be difficult up front because it's not what we're used to. But in time, it should be the best decision that you've ever had. So how do you change your environment, right? For me, I know that there are toxic environments, right? I I believe, you know, like for me, social media can be a really harmful thing. It can be a really great tool, but a really harmful one as well because I see other people and I'm not where they are and I think I should be where they are and it creates toxicity in my mind. So knowing that my mind is my biggest hurdle, I know that there are things that I need to do to change my environment. 
Another one is to listen to music that uplifts me, right? Not um, creating space for prayer and reading every morning. Like I'm really trying to change my environment to better my mind because my mind is my weakest link. So I'm doing all of those things and I just so slowly start to incorporate those into my life. Maybe for you, it is the same thing as you're too busy to take time for yourself. So maybe for you, it means waking up 10 minutes early and just going on a quick 10 minute walk with your dog or planning a day every weekend where you're free of the internet, free of email, social media, any work. You kind of take a a weekday sabbatical, which I think everyone should be doing anyways, and you plan something fun for your family to do. Like you just go out and you have a good time. Once you start doing these things and you feel and you taste and you experience how good they could be, it's like the snowball effect. You just want more and you more and more. And for me, I know that without reading and praying in the morning, man, the day is so much harder. Without playing the uplifting music, like my day is so much harder. Like I know where those weaknesses are. I also know when it's a good time and a bad time to get on social media. So for me, I know if social media is my weakness, I shouldn't do it when I'm having a vulnerable moment, right? I shouldn't do it when I'm already struggling with my story, when I'm already feeling lack or comparison. Like those are really dangerous times to get on. In fact, they shouldn't happen. So only getting on social media when I feel healthy and I feel vibrant, generally when I'm not tired as well. So kind of knowing and being proactive, but changing your environment based on this. Because without changing your environment, you're really up against a difficult battle because living your weakest link, (laughs) putting it into practice, and the same environment is going to be so much more challenging than changing the environment in which you want to live and naturally letting those things happen. So that's a great way to create these into habits. So again, if you give yourself the right environment, For even your worst weaknesses to thrive, imagine how different your life would look. So once you know your weakest link and you start to implement it, think about ways that you can change your environment to work with that weakest link, to work on those things and focus on that rather than putting so much emphasis and tinkering with things that you're already really good at. So that's the three reasons why possibly you're not reaching your goals as fast as you could. Now let's get into the practicality of it. And we're going for the 80-20 rule, which means it's not like the 80-20 diet. I mean, although we could talk about that at some point, but here's the 80-20 rule. 20% of your effort will yield 80% of the results. That is what we're going for. And that's what we're talking about by fixing your weakest link. Just a little bit of attention on your weak links will produce a huge benefit where on the other hand, even relatively massive efforts to strengthen the links that are already strong won't lead to much improvement, right? If you're constantly trying to strengthen the strongest link, you won't see change. But if you put effort, any kind of effort into your weakest link, you will see results. You always will. So how do you do this? What are five practical ways that you can start seeing change today? And one, we've kind of talked about this, is that you have to know your story. What is it that you believe about yourself? What do you struggle with? Knowing that weakest link and rewriting your story to fit your weakest link in. It doesn't mean it should be an appendage that should be cut off and thrown away. It can actually be used for value and benefit in your body and maybe that's the missing link. So focus on your story. Number two is to put it into practice, to plan ahead and be proactive. Write it in your schedule. That sounds tedious, 
And like you don't have time, but you have to start making time. And I promise some of these things seem like they're time suckers, but at the end of the day, they're gonna help you be more productive. And you're gonna stay on task more and be more focused. That's what I found with reading and praying was, man, I don't have time to add an extra hour or 90 minutes to my day. Like I don't even have time for 20 minutes of this. But what I found was that the days I did that, I got more done in less time than the days I didn't do it at all. Like my mind was more focused, I was more positive, and I was more upbeat and energized to get going. So remember, you can't give without filling your cup back up, and that's one of the ways to do it. Step number three is change one thing in your environment to fit your weakest link in. For me, this was waking up earlier. This was taking time for myself and reading, like making time for it and being consistent with that. Number four is to find a community. Find someone you can do this journey with. Tell them what you're gonna do. Tell them your weakest link. Tell them your story and let them encourage you because it's easy if you're gonna try and wake up in the morning to hit snooze, right? Maybe you wanna work out more. So rather than just trying to hit the gym by yourself, enlist a buddy, someone who already has a value in fitness, someone whose strongest link is fitness, right? Invest in them and let them help you because it's not work to them if it's easy for them and they'll enjoy doing it. So why don't you help each other work on your weakest links and pull each other up and really help each other out because it's really hard to do this stuff alone. Plus the encouragement and and the necessary venting that could happen is really, really important. I know that I have friends that I can count on um, to do other things with. I rarely work out alone. I rarely talk I rarely hold my emotions in anymore. I, I let them out, I express them, and I let other people on this journey with me and they let me on on theirs. And it's so encouraging. It's so helpful, especially when you're not doing this quick fix because results can take time to really see the end result and they help remind you of the small changes that you might be missing along the way. So invest in a community. And number five is you have to learn to master the research. You are going to get off the track. You are going to figure it forget about your weakest link. You are going to go back to your old environment. That is what's been ingrained in you for so long. Don't think you won't. So remember, consistency is key, but also mastering the restart. No, you're going to get off your path. No, you might eat something wrong. You might skip a workout. You might talk bad about yourself. You might get on social media when you're really vulnerable. You might stay up at till 1.30 working and forgetting about your life in general. Like we are going to do these things because our old ways are so ingrained in us, but we have to stay focused on the positive and know we just have to get back up. It's not waiting till next month. It's not waiting till Monday because all that time is lost, right? Like it doesn't matter how many times you fail. What matters is when you get back up. And we have to do that instantly. So if you skip your workout one day, just get right back on the next day or you miss it in the morning, go for a walk in the afternoon. It might not be what the morning was, but it's still something. So kind of have that thing that go to that helps you get started and back on track right away. So for instance, if you derail your diet, which I would say is not really possible, but say you eat something that you really know doesn't cooperate with your body very well at all. At the same moment, Right after you eat it, maybe you have your go-to restarting food. So maybe you grab a green smoothie to counteract that reaction that you could be having, or if nothing else, to get your mind back into the right scheme of, okay, I ate that. I don't need to feel guilty about it. I don't need to hold on to it. I'm gonna restart right now. It's not waiting to restart. It's mastering the restart right now every single day. And I can assure you, we all have to master the restart every single day because no one is perfect. So those are my five tips to help you see change today. I'm gonna tell you them really quickly again is one, change your story. 
Number two is to plan and be proactive. Number three is to change something in your environment to work with your weakest link. Number four is invest in a community of people who can support you and you can support them. And number five is master the restart. So before we go, I want to give you a little bit of homework and then know in the show notes, I'm gonna have a free handout where you can start to put this into your life to start to break down what is your weakest link? How can I incorporate that into my schedule? How can I change my environment? And what is my restart method going to be? (laughs) Just knowing that really does help. Make sure you go to the show notes at simbertswellness.com backslash 102 to get all the information on today's show. But before we go, remember, change happens daily. All we have to do is focus on the small things, right? The weakest link doesn't have to put all of our time and all of our energy, just small amounts can make huge, huge changes. We just have to know where we're investing our energy and maybe change that or push that around a little bit so that you can see the most change in the shortest amount of time and really enjoy the journey along the way. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I don't know where you are, where life has you, but I know that we're all on this journey together. No one has made it. No one has made it. We're all working, constantly changing, and really we have to get to a place where we enjoy that process. So I encourage you on this journey, wherever you are, it's a perfect place to get started, to see changes, and every day just to wake up with the right mindset that you are going to crush this. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you check out that handout. And coming up, we have more embarrassing health questions and just a few more podcasts in the mindset series before we kind of get back to some more health topics. I mean, I have guests coming on talking about the pelvic floor and Kegels, more about hormones, cleansing, and even getting into sleep. I mean, there's some fascinating stuff coming up, so stay tuned. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to leave a rating and review and head on over to sign up for that giveaway. It really is the lifeblood of the show. So you can find all the information at simperatswellness.com backslash 102. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and I will see you back here on Friday.